Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 18th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. It's a major championship week. I'm uh, I'm really thrilled. I'm excited for the golf. I can't remember the last PGA I was this excited for. You know, I was excited last, last year. year but this, was this year, I'm like super excited. Okay. I am too. I'm very excited. We're not there. We are... Recording from afar, you're packing up your pod. I'm chasing kids. The pod's the on the on the road. Oh, it is. They picked it up. It's, it's heading heading away. Sounds like you barely you didn't get everything in there that you had planned on. But well, you know, we we got time. my my wife uh, called me to inform me that she left all of uh, our our daughter's airplane toys in a in a. A drawer in one of the things. Oh, in the middle so, of the pod, and you had to climb into it and get. No, no, the uh, pod had already gone. Oh no, it's merry way. Oh, okay. Poor planning. So, actually, had some stuff in there we didn't want. I, I also forgot to empty a clothes drawer, so I, uh, I have to go buy some <laughs> underwear and and oh, uh, and socks. <laughs> well, those aren't essential, so whatever. Um. All right. Well, I'm, I'm sock free today, actually. Good, good. We're uh, we're onto the PGA. You know, we we didn't go, but you know, you pick and choose, and this one didn't make it. I kind of regret it, honestly. Tulsa looks delightful. It looks like it's been a fantastic PGA Championship. Why are you so excited about it? What 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 has your sort of antenna up about this one? I think it is the convergence of a golf course that I'm really excited to see a you know a golf course that has a lot of things that i like in a golf in, in a course you know terrain tom pernies jr might not but you like okay and you know the world is full of different opinions but go Certain, ahead. you know so far the the player feedback's been so glowing except for tom pernies <laughs> it seems like the world doesn't care about tom pernies but it's a golf course that i i really you know it's got some undulated greens great terrain loads of short grass width off the tee short rough these these are all things i love and then it's just i feel like it's jammed with storylines like you get down like if you start listing off the big storylines you get to these really juicy ones and it's like story six yeah i mean that's the thing these majors they get everybody in the field but you know everybody shows up more or less aside from phil um it does feel ripe for something really i don't know really special to happen but again we're on a run of majors where and will knights has a good post coming out on the fried egg about this where it's like the the the, the sort of why yang the sean mckeel the ben curtis it's been a while but so well, all the majors have been pretty good lately and the pga has consistently delivered more or less over the last i would say eight Eight, I don't want eight years. The Walker one really throws a kink in things, Jimmy Walker, but but it's been a great run for the PGA. I mean, you're talking about a guy that for a long time was the all time FedEx Cup. Cup. We spent at number one in the FedEx Cup. He for a long time held that crown. So you're kind of slandering Jimmy Walker, but this you you bring you segment away me to a point that I wanted to bring up, and I feel like this is kind <clears> of the. The elephant in the room, the thing nobody's talking about um, as we get close to this PGA. Huge story. And I, I just feel like he's kind of being disrespected. Who could this be? Can Alex Cheka defend his title? <laughs> he's doing tour edge commercials. <laughs> so he's his brand ambassador. Last, last year's senior PGA winner at Southern Hills. 
I mean, he looks, he's coming in here off of W or DQ. I hope he's got the right range or right, yardage book. The right book. yardage book. So yeah, somebody wrote in, to be a of problem. course. We have Alex Cheka sources, of course, because why wouldn't we have Alex Cheka intel? <laughs> somebody wrote in that he just, he's probably not a cheater, but he apparently grew up dirt poor without a pot to piss in in Germany. And he just probably didn't want to upgrade on the yardage book or pay extra or change. Like he's just, no, someone said he put frugal fratelli to shave. And so it's probably not some mal sort of mal intent and cheating uh, intent, but more he's just is, is a cheapskate based so on this does cheap he have to, Go ahead. He has to get a new yardage book, right? Or does the PGA, can you use green reading books in the PGA championship? Uh, maybe. You might be able to. I'm not sure. We should probably know that, but I would doubt it. You can't do it on a PGA tour. You'd think, you'd hope the majors are up to the same standard, at least, right? If the player-run organization, a great the benevolent, uh, I would say they probably can't. And that's a uniform thing across the board at, at you know men's majors this year. But maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Alex Cheka, yes, the defending champion here at the scene. I, I mean... That was kind of a theme in some of these press conferences. I don't know if one of these guys was trying to write his column and that was what he was trying to crowbar into everything. But somebody kept asking these guys, like Scotty Scheffler, did you talk to any senior tour players about last year and how it might play and what it might be like? And like that may be a useful thing, but it's kind of, it's also kind of a different game. I, I don't know. I mean, Tiger talked about it. Over and over again in his press conference, all he was talking about was watching the senior PGA. I'm sure he, at that point in his recovery, he wasn't moving around much, yeah. which which made you know part of that be that. But you know, he he uh, that was a key theme to to Tiger's press conference. And someone asked Scheffler if people were coming up to ask him how it played at whatever Big Twelves, and it's like, I mean, that was. I think I was the guy like, said Big Eight at the Big Eight. <laughs> He's like, I was ten years old. And the course has been redone since then. And it's like, come on. We just grasp at straws. You know what they have been doing preparing? Apparently, they've been watching the Gil Hans fried egg video. I don't know. I guess I can say that. I wasn't involved much with it at all. Uh, so that was kind of interesting. Rory said he watched that video. It does seem like a good way to prep. More than asking, I don't know, Larry Nelson, what he thought about it last year at the senior, at the stand-up mixer event. Uh Alex Chaka, the defending champ. Where do you want to start? Where do you want to go with this? What, it was a full day. A lot of live undertones. Tiger. You want to start with Tiger? Yeah, let's start, start with Tiger. God, it was great. He was, I, I look, I, I hate reading into press conferences or talking about press conferences that much, but that's what we do in the major weeks when everybody kind of gets put to the, put up on the witness stand. He looked great. He yeah, looked awesome. I, he was absolutely feeling himself. It was a it was a press conference that sort of hit on all his strengths. Um, you could tell there was a certain sort of energy about Phil not being there, getting these lob these meatballs over the middle about the Schadenfreude of Phil and sad Phil questions. It really put a wind. I tweeted, it put a wind in his sails. And I'm not saying you know he's trying to kick a guy while he's down. But I don't think he has a lot of compassion or a lot of em empathy for Phil's current situation, which was, quite honestly, you know, I, I mean, it's a self-inflicted wound. And he was pressed on this. He was very clear to distinguish this from his own trials and tribulations when uh, I think it was Mark Cannizzaro was pushing him like, hey, man, Phil texted you when you were out and out. Uh, have you texted him? He goes, no, this is a significant and strong business disagreement that we have. That was a personal issue that I was having, and Phil reached out to me. Thank you. I've not reached out to Phil. Doesn't seem like he has any sort of empathy for Phil's position here and what that position hath wrought. So that put well, a little wind in his To sail. be fair, to be fair, Phil might be going through more than just a business. No, more. Issue. But as we know right now, it's a uh, it's sort of this this live and Saudi arrangement and, and stepping in it with that. That's all we know. And, and honestly, I, were you surprised yeah. Tiger came out in such strong support of the tour? He's like, this is what I play for. These are legacies. I, it's the well-run tour. Of course it could be better. And you know, there's no place better to play golf. Were you surprised at how strong his defense was? I don't think I was, I wasn't obviously with Tiger. He's in a little bit different financial boat than a, a lot of tour pros. 
And and I think the thing that Live Golf ha- has that's most enticing is finances. And if you look at the players that are most intrigued by Live, it's players that aren't in nearly the same financial position as Tiger or Rory or, you know, John Rahm even like with his future earning power. It's your, you know, older guys that might not be making the same amount of money that they earned 10 years ago. And unexpectedly, you know, when you're supposed to be in your career, your peak career of golf, they're now kind of on the downward side by, because of the way the games change. But I think just in general, I feel like tiger and press conferences, his attitude is often telling of how his body is feeling. You know, when, when he's not feeling good, you can see he's not feeling good. He looked like he was feeling really good. Yeah. You know, I think like there was just a, an energy about him before the Phil stuff that I think he's happy to be playing competitive golf. I think he feels considerably better than he did a month ago at the masters. And I think you have to think that the, 85 degree weather in Tulsa is another big thing. He's excited about that. Yeah. When Tiger plays well, like if you chart when he has played well the last couple of years, it's all always warm. When he won the Masters, it was unseasonably warm and humid. You know, Super you think humid. about Potomac, where he finished runner up, he was sweating through shirts. Eastlake was very hot. Japan, if I remember correctly, was humid really warm. Least, yeah, yeah, no, it was no, humid no. and warm. Humid. Where he played, where he's played poorly, has even uh, that open was it? It was Troon. That was a really warm it's open week, right? Out. Yeah, baked. Out. Yeah. Yep. So you look at where he's played poorly, and you start to like the weekend. Carnoustie, at Augusta by is a Not lot true. of things. Carnoustie. Carnoustie. Yep. Uh, the weekend at Augusta was really cold. <laughs> um, Paris really cold at the Ryder cup and you start to do it that backwards. Um, even like that, that BMW, the Philly one, Aronimic, hot, and humid. He played really well. So you look at the weather forecast, seven, 87 firm and fast at a golf course. That's not super like dependent on driving accuracy. His ball speed numbers are really good. And it, you just think like, He's energetic for a reason. I think that Tiger is going to be relevant on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. God, he, he just, it was just really enjoyable. And you can tell there's something about this feels like a total windfall, not just that he's playing golf again, but that he's like this like hero. He's got all the PR, all the public, the press behind him. Everybody's beating on Phil. And somehow he's getting questions about how he inspires people. Like, you know, you've always said, you know, that golf doesn't define you. But after what you did at the Masters, it's kind of hard to, you know, think that it doesn't. Like, how does that, that you're inspiring people, that this is who you are? You know, he's, he's dropping a leg day. He's dropping out the hardware in his leg. Uh, you know, he's getting questions about, you know, his foundation, which he can just run with, right? Talk about STEM. Actually a great answer. Like, they were talking about, hey, yeah. Why don't you do, why doesn't your foundation get juniors into the games? Like my foundation is not to create golf players. My foundation is to give kids a chance at a life. Like he was just hitting on all cylinders, looked great, seemed to feel great. Uh, and I feel like he's set up for a really strong, strong weekend. Um, why do you feel like other than the, the weather that he's kind of, th- this works out? The short grass stuff, we saw him hitting high, you know, chipping up to 10 on practice on Monday. Seems like a place where he could, you know, he went out, whatever, a couple weeks ago. He can play nine, you know, each day. He doesn't have to do any kind of rigorous sort of background work at this point. He knows the course. He He's won here. When he didn't win, he played well here. It's just, it fits his golf game. And he seems happy. And I, I've heard from the ground that it, the swing looks really good. He's still- from people like... That he's he's moving the ball. There's <laughs> speed, and it, it's uh, it's truly amazing. He's, I mean, he's limping still. He does not, you know, obviously that doesn't look super comfortable, but it appears he's in much better health and, and hitting the ball well. 
I imagine the firmer ground, because it rained just a little today, not much, but firmer ground's got to help with a bad leg. Yep. It might be counterintuitive, though, right? Yeah. Maybe it doesn't. Who knows? You talked about... um talked about move, you know moving the ball i thought something super interesting one of my favorite moments of the day was when justin thomas was up there and we'll get to him thirst bucket thomas getting in with the fans you know riding the crest of the fans the the, the, the man of the beer people. crisis yeah uh he's talking about how he went out with tiger one day when he was still early in his career he's like look man you got to move the ball more you got to move it both ways and we talk a lot about that at the players right with that windy day and how jt looked really like the most tiger like the most impressive in conditions that would blow people out and really frustrate people that 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 was just a really cool anecdote of um i don't know younger player getting something from tiger when he probably wouldn't you know have done that in his earlier day and and then going in and incorporating it actually getting better at moving it both ways while we're talking about the thirst bucket, uh-huh. I was uh, I thought his press conference conference was really good. I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed his answers about a lot of things. One thing I I'm intrigued to watch is he talked about how he played last week and he never plays before majors and he's play he played yeah. last week to change things up just yep. to see how it would go. And I really like that given he's not been great in majors. I like the you know switching changing it up playing the week before i think it it could help him it's just kind of one of those things you get in a flow and i and it i think if you play the week before it almost like de-emphasizes the major because you you don't have as that whole week ahead of time to think about it and you're playing golf you're competing um and i like i like that move for jt i like that you know he's he's looking at it from a different lens and i think that is it's not something that's insignificant what do you make of the concessions while well, we've <laughs> we've already alluded to it we don't need to do more than t- i cannot believe this is getting the amount of attention like column newspaper writers are going t- out to stand in line and ask people what they think about it honestly like it's a tall boy right it's 25 ounces 25 ounces Sipping on a tall boy. yeah so it's eighteen dollars. Yes, eighteen or eighteen or twenty five ounces, eighteen dollars. Anybody that goes down to Streamsong Popular Golf Resort and buys a Miller Lite, you're paying nine bucks a beer for twelve ounces. So it's actually less than than the cost at the Streamsong, which is yeah, which is a, a resort in the poorest county in Florida. So I don't understand why this is getting so much play either. Um, it's a I lot of money, but I don't think people are money. losing. People are probably losing context of the twenty-five ounce deal. Yeah, it's, it's was, still a lot. I was at it's a basketball game most. recently, and a beer was like fifteen dollars. I know it's all it's all ridiculous, and it wasn't a tall boy. It was like a, a you know pint or something. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 um. So I would say that this is kind of the norm for a sporting event outside of Augusta National. This is what you're going to be paying when you go. I, I, you know, it's a little bit more, but yes, it's not, it's not crazy. The thing that sucks though, this is where I will complain. Is the 25 ounce beer is great in, in theory, but that sucks in practice on hot days. Yeah. Nobody wants a fucking 25 ounce beer. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to, it's, it's not, it's 88 degrees out and you got to carry around a 25 ounce can. It's going to just get heated up in your hand. You know, you're holding it. And then by like the last, you know, third of the beer is going to be warm. And nobody wants to drink warm Mick Ultra. It's one thing if you're drinking like a delicious beer and it's warmer. It's on the warm side. But nobody wants a warm Mick Ultra. I just can't believe how much attention this has gotten. Now we're giving it a bunch of attention. The $6 water is the issue. That is a problem. Someone tweeted that's a war crime in May in Oklahoma. That is Here's that's, the that's thing. A problem. If you bring if you bring a refillable bottle, water uh, bottle, it's it. free. Yeah, I, I, just, I think I, that's been my biggest uh, my biggest travel hack over the last three years. What? It's just avoid is just bring a water bottle and you got the fill up stations in the airport. Yeah, don't have to buy the this is a this is the same price as you pay in an airport. I don't understand what the rat this is. If you got complaints, why don't you go complain about the airport and how they're getting over you there? You know what's amusing to me is that JT, who's 
thrown people out of events before for being overserved. Now is like the man of the rowdy people and wanting everybody to get, you know, dollar penny shots, you know, at the at the at the golf tournament. What's he? He's just seems like he player. found an easy thing. He knows that people would get on his side for him and is exploiting it. But anyways, that's that's the thirst bucket life. Uh, anything else on the concessions? I think we've done. We, I, th- we, I think I, I think we're done. Good. This is a PGA preview. We just talked for three minutes in the first half of it about. Well, I can't believe how much interest it's got. Speaking of uh, commerce, that's a terrible segue. Club <laughs> champion. Look at that! Just going from concessions to our ads. Speaking of commerce. Money exchanging hands for goods and services. Club champion does that too. <laughs> As uh, at the golf season, hitting its high point, peak season, I-, I got my clubs quickly. You know, this is not a thing. I got it within a month. Uh, I know there are issues and delays. There's still, I would get in, start getting into club champion. If you want to get fit and be ready for the summer, uh, you can use the promo code fried egg. You'll get 20% off when you book. Uh, you'll get 20% off your booking cost. When you buy a club through that fitting, I still have to go back out and get my hybrid. Uh, but now is the time. If you're going to invest in new clubs, it seems sort of ill-advised to just start buying stuff nilly-willy, off, willy-nilly, offline, online, I should say. Going or in and just getting stuff off the rack. Like These guys actually will put you through the ringer <clears throat> to the point Here's where maybe your thing. back's a little sore, like mine. And get you dialed in at the right the the right shaft head combo, you know your angle of descent, all these numbers they can match. You I up. got a good story. I've talked about my my hot driver, my skinny Vinny India special before. Yes. My guy at Club Champion years ago. I went in. Somebody was trying to get crooked with me. I was thinking about getting crooked, but they were they were doing it under the veil of like my play in tournament golf of like putting me in a mid-amp program to, to get some free clubs. And uh, they were like, go, go get fit for a driver, you know, and, and we'll take care of it. So I go, I go to club champion. This is, this is the true marker of trust. This is, this is why these guys are the best. I'm trying this new driver. I'm going to leave the brand out. And uh, the guy is like, can you hit your driver? I just want to see what you got. And I hit like 10 balls and he's like, Andy, you would be crazy to get rid of this driver. Like you might, that's great. Might pick up two, three yards with this new one, but you're not going to hit it better than this one. Look at this. And he, and he's like, it was in, and here's the thing. That's what they do. They, they're, they're trying, they to, get your bag trying right. to make you the best player you can. And that's all you, you know, it's not about selling clubs. It's not about meeting some quota. It's about improving your golf game. So use the promo code Friday. You get 20% off uh, your booking cost when you purchase a club. Uh, and maybe you might not if, if they're, you know, they're up front. Maybe you go way. there and they say you got the, you got you the got best equipment you, you, you need. You got what you need. You know? And yep. that's that's what you want ultimately from somebody that's taking care of your your equipment needs. Fantastic. Should we do our favorite tea times? Tea times are out for the first couple sure. of days. Uh, I like the Cheka group. Oh God. Rich Beam, Cheka, and uh, a Club Pro. I forgot the Club Pro's name. I feel feel bad for the Club Pro. Uh, Jesse Mueller. Jesse Mueller. He's with Cheka and who? Rich Beam. Rich Beam. We should do, who's going to be low? Let's do a head-to-head on that one. Head-to-head-to-head. I mean, how do you not pick Cheka? This guy's, I think Jesse Mueller might take him down, though. That, I know. I think... That's a fun game within the game there. We're not going with Beam in that option. Uh, <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite one? Any of that jump off the page? Well, I mean, every podcast favorite, every twi- tweeter's favorite, Max Homa. I mean, he's going to need a full bottle of Elijah Craig when oh, his day is done. It's a tough one. What did they do to him? He's with Terrell, who's shouting to and fro, and Thick Boy, Bryson. What is Thick Slow. Boy doing? <laughs> Why is he playing? I don't know. He's, let's, I mean, he looks like a, you know, an off, uh, um, 
like a middle linebacker like breaks his hand and they just put a club, club on him and he's going well you can tackle with your forearm and your other arm he's he's playing practice rounds he's approximating that he's got this thing up his forearm and this you know he's wearing a glove i, I guess he's going to it's not 100% sure he plays but you know you got Aaron Ober, Oberholzer on air, who's gone through the same thing, saying this is madness that he's doing it. What? That's what, the thing. He doesn't he's, have a chance to. It's win. like he's trying to end his career as quickly oh, as possible. That, that's honestly what I've I've just the last couple weeks. I mean, the last couple years. If you add everything up, it's just like, are you trying to ruin your career? What's crazy is like they were talking about how. This wasn't even a thing, a thought, and then his scab fell off, like last Thursday. Ah, oh. and they're like, "Oh, maybe you could do this." And like Saturday, he's hitting one ninety two on the freaking launch monitor, and now he's at the PGA. It's just like, what is there to gain? He's not going to win, right? He's not going to win. Maybe, maybe, right? He's not going to win. So. He's, he risks his career at a one-off PGA by f- maybe finishing T like twenty. Just a bizarre thing. Anyways, Max Homa just doesn't. You know, he's the best player in that group. He's the best player, which is kind of you know amazing to say. He's he's you know been a really good on tour now for a few years, but that's a tough break for him having to listen to a lot of that. Or it could be a good one where he's just, it keeps him entertained. Like if he goes, if he takes the right approach to it, it will be a way to like kind of maybe ease some major pressure, you know, where you just can sit and (laughs) chuckle at the, at the two idiots that you're playing with. One I really like a little hipstery here. Burns, Riley and Camion. I was going to bring that. I think one of those three guys this is going out on a limb, but one of those three guys contends this week. Davis Riley, Sam Burns, and uh, Cambrian. That's a great group. I like Shane Lowry, Kepka, and Scott. Again, not not necessarily a you know obscure trio. Just uh, some really different, amusing, good styles. Tita Green. What about what about the? I feel like this is a this group might just sit there and talk about live the whole day. Ricky HV three and Jason Day. I saw that. <laughs> there's feels like there's a couple of quarantine like live groups where they put them all together. Uh, uh, one is Reed Rose and Bubba feels like one for sure. Uh, although I don't know for sure. I, I don't know that we've heard anything about Reed. Talk about a terrible group. That group sucks. Reed Rose and Bubba just all sort of unpalatable in different ways at, at different times in their careers. It does feel like in a way that they've made some like bad groups and and they've really gone. Here's a question. Do you like the strategy of the super group or do you prefer them scattered about? Because that there's two very clear super groups. You've got the Scheffler pairing, which is Scheffler, Morikawa and Rom. And then you've got the Tiger, Rory, Spieth, which Tiger, Rory, and Spieth, those are the three biggest stars in this field in terms of public appeal. I mean, that's just... that's that's Banana land. That's such a good group. It's such. A I group. don't know what they're doing though, that for, though. I feel like you're better <laughs> Spread off it spreading it around. That's always been the question kind of in the past. They, they've done this occasionally with Phil and Tiger when Phil was kind of the very popular... Uh, you it's, want that it's, group. That's as good as one as I can remember in terms of just like star power and appeal because of, you know, Rory always brings it Tiger's situations, the Tiger and, and Spieth with the slam stuff and, and he's playing well. But I do think I would have spread that around. It's as good as I can remember one. You, you want those guys playing the weekend together. And, but the other thing is like, yeah, that's the good point. The other, I mean, there are like legitimate impacts to this Rory's talked about that like how it's yeah. played him out of the tournament you know too much hullabaloo too much buzz around the group the tiger thing I think Shane Spieth Bacon can get in his head too Bacon, Bacon tweeted the quote about how Rory was saying he needed Advil after playing with Rory at Riviera the one time or, or playing with Tiger at Riviera the one time so uh, there are impacts on it what other groups you like 
Uh, I mean the the Hovland, Del Torres, and Cam Smith group right in front of it's pretty pretty good. Good group. Good group. I really like Cam Smith here. Okay, why? Same reasons as Augusta. I one thing I didn't I didn't pick up on, uh, which I think is a little bit of a maintenance thing and smart by uh, Kerry Haig, is Smith was talking about the longer. Every, a lot of people talk about the grainy Bermuda, but he talked about how he liked in the press conference how they're keeping the the grass, the short grass around the greens a little bit longer. So it's grainy Bermuda, but the grass is a little longer, which he's like, I feel like putter's not really an option. Mm. And it's going to make guys that usually get away with putting have to chip it. Mm. And I thought that was super interesting. Uh, insight and one of the reasons why I've I've really focused in on on Cam Smith uh, today is he talked about how the courses it, the course reminded him of courses back in Australia with the way the ball sure. runs off the greens and and that tidbit about around the greens and I think with it being a little bit wider it 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 just like Augusta it really plays into his one weakness, which is he can get a little bit crooked, but there's enough width here where it's not, he's not, it's not like the country club where he's going to be asked to hit it into 20 yard wide fairways. Right. Right. Uh, that's a good group. Do you think a Lori and Lanto have ever been paired together? Those two first names in major championship call. I definitely I think that's say unique, they haven't unique group. Uh, how about this? How about, how about this club pro? I'm, I'm super intrigued by him. Just because of his name. Oh, God. Nick, but he spells it N-I-C. Yeah, short for, you know, Nicholas or something. This is this is your bit here. With... Nick Ishi. Ishi. Okay. It's just, you know, you got the name Ishi, and then you go with an obscure Nick Ishi. Nick Could spelled. be Ishi. 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 Let's play with Mito and Sam Horsfield. So, so I just, I like the name. Okay. He might be my guy. I like the, the way his picture looks like he's a welcoming fellow, too. Oh, God. Based off headshot and name. You like him. He's guy that I'm going to be tracking. Uh, which groups do you, any others that you like a lot? I mean, the Scheffler, Morikawa, Ram one you alluded to. I think that'll be fun you, to watch. Play. Do you want a game within the game that I've been thinking about? Yeah. Low South African between Sean Norris. Higo. D- mean Dean, <laughs> Mean Dean Burmeester, and our guy Danny Van, Van Tonder. That's a good one. There's a ton of South Africans in this there in this are. event. Higo, Oliver Becker. Yeah, he just. I don't even know who that guy is. He was just in contention at the I think the Catalonia Championship. It's an eclectic international group. Bio Kim's in it too. I saw. I wonder that. if he's going to be flipping the bird to he's anybody. A- <laughs> I can get away with that over here. It's Oklahoma. Double bird. Uh, I saw that he's with what? Brendan Steele. Casey Pine. Casey Pine from Illinois. Greenwich. I feel like I remember that name from junior golf scoreboard. <clears throat> uh, any others? I mean, what are the bad ones? Are, I, mean, I don't I don't want to put people down. I mean, DJ Cantlay and JT. Is it, Are we at like put up or shut up time for Patrick Cantlay? I think so. He was just talking about how he approaches it like most every other week. Is it time if, if he doesn't contend this year in a major? Is it time to just put him in like the all PGA Tour superstar, like the empty empty calorie guy in the NBA that scores tons of points on a terrible team? Is he the guy that just racks up wins and meaningless meaningless Antoine events? Antoine Walker or something? Like yeah, that. just Vin Vin Baker. Oh God, Vin Baker. That's so bad. Fresh in my mind, they had the. I was at the. I was at that Bucks stadium. They had like the Milwaukee Bucks legends, and it was Finn Baker and uh, and Big Dog Glenn, Big Dog sure. Robinson. Sure, absolutely. Michael Red. Yep, yep. Um, I think it, I, yes. I think it's maybe put up or shut up season. I don't know if it has to happen in this event, uh, this major, but. Got to see a little bit more from from Patrick Cantlay at the bigger. I'm, I'm a huge Patrick Cantlay fan. Yeah, yeah. 
they straight up asked him, like, you've not even contended. You've not even been a factor. Does that bother you? He's like, no, I got time. I got time. So uh, that's a good group. I imagine, you know, the one thing that, that Patrick Cantlay has in spades because of his early career issues with the back is patience. Yeah. Yeah. I think JT is in a really interesting spot, as we've written about a lot this week and seen, you know, discussed a lot. I he won chipping off Bermuda, right? I mean, that was a critical part of how he, you know, executed that victory at Quail Hollow. I'm not suggesting these courses are that maybe where the comparison end, but like, you know, he's very comfortable on it. I mean, you you put you put what you need at Southern Hills on a, on a whiteboard, like the skills that you think you're going to need, and. JT pops off the page like he does at almost every single major championship venue. And like this is a place hitting. that he should play really well. They start it, making it, the shots. They start teeing off. And, you know, somewhere along the way, it doesn't come together for him. I think he's going to play well. I do, too. I think he contends. He, he silences the critics. He buys around $18 beers for everyone in attendance. Anyway. Maybe he chucks. Maybe he tries to shotgun the twenty-five ounce tall boy. See how that goes. Uh you think there's going to be a big following for Scott Stallings, Seamus Power, and Rue Knox? Is that going to have the people at Tulsa out there? The droves. <laughs> that might be the worst group. I mean, even it one. might be worse than you know. Kucher, Cameron Lanto, Davis, Lori Griffin, uh, Lori Cancer, and uh, Lori Griffin. Well, I put Lanto's last name on uh, Lori yeah, Cantor. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> Lanto Griffin, Lori Cantor, and uh, Dylan Newman. Kucher, Cameron Davis, and Carlos Ortiz is a tough one. I let's be honest, like that whole inside the rope scene and outside the rope scene for Rory Spieth and Tiger is gonna That's be. That's the other thing. They're setting themselves up for kind of like a logistical nightmare. Some of the I think like one of the drawbacks of Southern Hills in terms of like major venue is is that there's some really tight greens to tees where you don't have that kind of buffer space to yeah. have these like you know have the crowds fun there's gonna be some choke points out there i was um, looking at that what do you make of this a lot of a lot of catnip for the people who you know you get on the ground you got to write something that's unique to the ground catnip is about these teeing grounds that sort of I mean, run across other holes, whether it's three and Listen. six, 12. I think you're hitting over 11 green. Is that, do I have that right? Or 13 you're, over 12? You're asking the wrong guy about this. So this is, you're asking somebody that advocates for no fans at, at golf tournaments. Okay. Well, this so, isn't even fans. It's other players. This, One in 10, right? That, I don't think this is any problem. This is, this is great. This is the way a golf course should be. You know, for Rory, it's a big news for Rory. He doesn't have any of those walks that are 100 too many yards, like the 17th at TPC Sawgrass. I mean, should what do you make of Roy? We haven't really talked about him. Anything? I mean, he got a lot of questions about ignorance. What do I make bliss, of Rory? You're asking, you're asking me about you're asking you. me about Rory the day that he the day that he calls out the fried egg in a press conference. It's, uh, it's vital to his. his his vital, don't, 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 over, don't overstep here. Not vital. He said he watched it. He might have thought it was complete shit. He just said he watched it. You're asking a guy. Listen, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm on Team Rory right now. <laughs> I'm in, it it's impossible to be. As a wink and you're seduced. No, I'm not. I, here, this is, it's, again, he talked about the the mindset. KVV asked him about the mindset. Juggling. I thought it was a really good yeah. question. Yeah. And I want Rory to be like, I'm here to win the golf tournament. I'm here to beat the shit out of these guys. Like that's the mentality that I want Rory to come out with. But again, he talked about like just staying in it, hanging around. If you talk about hanging around, you're going to hang around. That's the way golf works. Like if you're thinking about numbers and you're thinking about staying near the lead, you're going to stay, you're you're just going to like be mediocre. Go out there and play golf and win a golf tournament, Rory. All right. One way that could aid him, one way that could help him win a golf tournament. So if you got with the boys from golf blueprint <laughs> and number two, you know, he's watching fried egg videos to prep. 
another way with he could focus his prep would be via golf golf blueprint. Uh, these we, guys are sharp dudes. You know, sharp these are PhD we, in mathematics we, at Georgia, right? Professor Nico Darris. The PhD is uh, Kevin Moore, prof- the professor, friend of the program. Uh, they're both sickos. They're both in and about the uh, sort of greater golf online community. They're just smarter than most of us. They designed sort of Rory's, well, Rory's spending his time. You know, Gil is a smart guy. Garrett's a smart guy. Luckily, they were the two things. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we're idiots. Yeah. These guys are smart. Nico yeah. and Kevin. These are smart guys. Yeah. You know, they, they've proven them with their credentials and the system that they brought up. They're in 44 states and 14 countries now. Uh, they've had PGA Tour players sign on. They have a bunch of hacks sign on. The point is... Like it's like a personal trainer for your practice, right? If you only have like an hour, I can't play around, but I want to hit balls. I want to try to get better. You rarely, rarely, maybe Rory does. Maybe the elite pros know what they're doing and know what they want to get out of a session, but most of us don't. Uh, and so this is a way to actually focus that time, not just go, you know, whack away, hit the balls hither and yon. It's a, it's, it's an actual way to focus your practice. Uh, you can go to Golf Blueprint, uh, and and they'll set you up with specific plans that build upon each other. There's games that keep it more interactive, more you know engaging. It's not so it's not just all you know drudgery work, but it's an actual. It's like a personal trainer. You want an actual plan. Uh, you want to have an efficient workout. Uh, you want to get this done in 20 minutes. What you might in an hour just you know throwing weights around. This is what you would do for your golf game. Again, Golf Blueprint, friends of the program, look them up. I know they're friends of a lot of us on the uh, internet community, but uh, you know, hit them up if you want help as as golf season rounds into form. All right, What do on. you think about Rory? What about him? I have nothing to, like, he, he was great. He shouted out the fried egg video. No, um, I think we're kind of at put up or shut up time for him. Right? I'm kind of sick of like the media. And by media, I mean mostly TV. Carrying water for all his great wins at the FedEx Cup and the Players well, Championship and the Tour Championship. And the like, it, he's been incredibly successful. They're but colleagues. Rory, right. And, and like, those are things you want on your resume. I'm not saying that's bad, that he's like, that's a great, those are great sort of sweeteners and side dishes. But Rory's the kind of player that we measure his career by major championships. And he hasn't won one now in, what is it now, eight years? Um, going on eight years. So I I want him to win. I like him. I, I really, he seems like a good player, good individ, good human, uh, good, good eye for content. But uh, it is getting long, right? Yeah, like this is the thing. Like, how how many more majors are we going to do? Is this is this Rory's one to come back? Is you know? And well, would you say this sets up well for him? Don't they all? Yeah, kinda? yeah, right. His chipping could get it dicey. Always, the chipping could be a little interesting. He's a good short game player. I know, but that's where it seems to relative. It, to you know others. what could what could get dicey for him? It's just you know. When he has a wedge in the short grass areas, and well, that's he, what I'm he saying. He airmails it. Oh. He airmails it. That's, just <laughs> rock it through. Since one, since he has the opposite problem of Leishman. <laughs> Leishman keeps the ball in the bar ballpark. <laughs> Rory's got a got a tendency. He's a pull hitter, you know, and uh, and you know this golf Sometimes course. Sometimes you got to go the other kinda, way. Kind of sets up a natural shift for him, and and you know you want to keep keep the ball. You know you don't want to hit that hot pull here uh all right other stuff other news from the first few days live uh the undertones of live are, are ever present i thought that you know we talked about tiger really coming out in a very strong defense of the pga tour way how of about, life PGA how about live getting maybe their biggest coup based off of box office you know is that ricky fowler is entertaining yeah live yeah i mean Ricky. Can I, I, you want to know something I was thinking? Yep. About how like JT, Ricky's kind of fallen off the face of the earth and JT's just kind of like dropped him. I, you know, 
I was thinking they were about like best that buds. today. <laughs> and they, yeah, I was, I was like, thinking about what, it yesterday. I was like wondering, like, I wonder if something happened there. Do they have a disagreement over Liv and the tour? Or, or, or was he just social climbing up to Tiger? Not enough. Yeah. It's a good. I, I honestly was just thinking about that. You know, you don't see them posting much together anymore. Um, Ricky, you know, I, I, I don't want to. Why does he have a press conference? What's no, going on? He shouldn't be in the field. He's an irrelevant golfer. He's not interesting. He's not interesting on the course. He's not interesting at the microphone. He's interesting in the marketing brochure. This might be the most interesting thing he's ever said in his career. Which is, that's that's pretty sad. That's the low bar. Here, here's why I find it interesting. His competition is good. That's his quote. Competition is good. He hasn't decided. To be honest with you, I'll be candid. I haven't decided yet. This this man has been extraordinarily careful with his words. He's he understands. Hey, you know what I say really matters with sponsors. He's very smart like that. He understands he does not want to screw up the gravy train. So he says nothing. So he never says anything. And then he comes out and says something. He actually, he could have been like, uh, you know, kind of with the tour. And then yeah. like Ben with Liv, you know. Yeah. But he says something of substance. Something, kind of. And it, Still and it tells me, tells me that he actually might have floated that. There's two... Two outcomes. Right. Here. Right. He either A floated it with potential sponsors and they didn't have a problem with it, which is a bit which is big for Liv. Because that's kind of been something that I think the Phil Mickelson backlash has scared players away. So Ricky is either A floated it with sponsors, or B, my other scenario here, is that the the gravy train the sponsor pipeline is getting a little dry with the drought. Hey, can we have you maybe play a major, maybe qualify for some majors, <laughs> maybe qualify in the top 20, appear somewhere? Dude, what's crazy is the tour has boosted this guy left and right. Ricky Tour yes. Live, you know, the players, you know, he's the freaking bell of the ball of the players every year, even though he's, he wasn't even qualified this year. He didn't even have an exemption. And they've boosted him. And, and I'm not saying like he hasn't boosted them, right? It's a, He's certainly been a, a marketing driver. But he's an irrelevant player on the golf course. Irrelevant. He's not exciting. And even when he was good, I used to always talk about this with friend of the program, who shall remain nameless. Like his golf, he's boring at the mic, but his golf is not like he's not some guy that hits a 350 or he's not some guy that rolls in. Like his golf was just like good kind of above average in all phases and he'd shoot 70 and then he'd walk off and he'd finish t22 it was never even exciting on the golf course let alone he doesn't, off even, the he doesn't he, even wear his orange anymore <laughs> yeah i mean it's really interesting what becomes of that if he goes across to the to the live aisle um so those two things i feel like are significant yeah it's he one just, or it's one or the other I mean, I think it's kind of like, I don't know, whatever. It's it, He'll take a lot of shit. It's like, here's Ricky, never won anything, cashing out again, even more. Uh, of course, he's ripe for live because he's 148th in the world or whatever he is right now. I think he's pushing 150. Um, we talked about the Vegas thing, the, va the washed Vegas performers. Yeah. Ricky might be like the quintessential. The quintessential in residence Vegas performer in terms of a golfer. This is like John Bon Jovi playing, <laughs> playing for a year in Vegas. I mean, he's, he's tried to, you know, he was in Oklahoma for two years and we're talking like he's, you know, the prodigal uh, Barry son. Switzer or something coming home. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Two years of his life. I don't think he ever really won much. I mean, whatever. Well, he was the producer, producer of the hit show too. What driven, was it? Driven, Dri Dri driven. By. Uh, anyways, it just it's an interesting thought. Live while we're on live. Uh, scoop from the ground, ear to the ground today. Agent for a prominent player. 
one of those pro- one of those players in the 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 power groupings maybe that you might say that we talked about in tea times. So Liv, will you better right now if they had been Laden as the head of it than Norman, Greg Norman? <laughs> so a good little quip from a apparently Greg Norman's not winning friends and influencing people. Well, maybe maybe uh, maybe the Saudi regime can check out the article you wrote on the Friday about oh, yeah. potential replacements. Five better people. <laughs> Uh, anything else on live? Wah, Seth Waugh did come out. You were, I know you were interested in see, hearing this. He did come out and said, it's not good for golf. Look, they need to be, you know, you need to be a membership of a tour. You need to be a member of a tour, presumably an OWGR tour to play in our championship. So I don't know that it was a strong, you know, band. Well, it wasn't as it, strong as last year's, but sure. it was a good, good statement for the PGA tour. Good statement. Them between that and Tiger, pretty good statement. So we haven't talked at all about Scotty Scheffler, and uh, we're fifty minutes. I thought we did. We can talk about that. He's my pick to win. He's your pick to win. I was thinking about going with him. I don't know why I'm not going with him. I'm not trying to uh, complicate this thing. I know it's not exciting. I have him available. (laughs) Everything about the course seems to fit his game well. He's on an insane heater that hasn't showed a sign of stopping. He played really well last week. I think it'd be stupid not to take him right now. So I'm I going feel, with Scotty Scheffler. I feel dumb right now because this is what I've been saying for weeks in my head. I've been telling myself it's Scheffler, Scheffler, Scheffler. And then I was like, you know what? Scheffler could work at at, at the next major, the Country US Club. Open, too. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll use him there. And I've kind of talked myself into Cam Smith. And now I don't know why I'm you. You just saying that makes me feel like an idiot. I've also got kind of been thinking about Morikawa too. Yeah, because obviously it's another really good fit. There's there's options galore. This is just like this is one of the things I'm, I'm hoping. One of the you know I don't think Scheffler's particularly interesting person. His press his press conferences have left me desiring a lot more. Well, this has always been his thing. I mean, he just, yeah. You know what? What Talk has been it. getting his laugh? He kind of like laughs. Ah! Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> There's something about his laugh that's kind of getting getting under my skin, and I don't know what it is. I'm sure if he hung out with me for a while, there'd be things that would get under his skin about me. Yeah. But his laugh, it's like the way he laughs at his own jokes is getting getting to me. I kind of love people who laugh at their own jokes. That's one of my favorite things about people. Usually I like it, but it great. just, his la- laugh feels fake to me. Okay. okay. Feels like a, you know, like it's a, it seems I, like a nervous tick or there's just like a nervous, like, where do I go next? I guess I just laugh at myself. Yeah. And how he recycles jokes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He did the thing with the jacket and and his wife. He said it like for like four straight weeks, and it's like, okay, man, <laughs> the dishes just, or whatever. Yeah, just like <laughs> we, so we everybody knows this now. one. All right, no, hate, I'm not uh, anti Scheffler. I like him. Okay. I like. I just think he's got it. All right, he's got a. He, I just feel like he's holding back. I think this is just kind of like the issue with modern tour pro, right? We we don't robotic. Have, we have real ones. We've got Rom and Rory who. And Spieth, why we like them is because they're telling you the truth. And then we got kind of Morikawa and Scheffler, and they're younger. But they just, they, they seem to be saying what their agents are telling them to say. You know, sure. just don't say anything bad. Yeah. You know? Which, um, and you I'd know. like to see, I'd like to see the top come off. You know, Given what like Charlie Hoffman said to Kevin Van Valkenburg about <laughs> Phil got his head chopped off. Maybe the agents telling their players to shut up aren't the dumb ones here. Cannon Potter Charlie trotting back out there. <laughs> you know, they wrapped him in a head bandage, put a peg leg, gave him a peg leg, threw him up on the horse again, and sent him back out there. KVV lit the cannon, and boom. It just quotes again. If you're not, if you don't know what we're talking about, read Kevin Van Valkenburg's article on Phil. <laughs> Phil's return. Charlie often just talking when he doesn't need to talk. Cannon fodder Charlie, round two. <laughs> I mean, this guy's uh, like the policy chairman or whatever for the tour. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, got his head so, chopped off. All I think right. this is just <laughs> ideal situation. Again, this is for Scheffler, Morikawa, Rom. These guys are three. What are they? One, two, three in the world rankings? One, yeah. two, four? One, two, three. That's why they put One, them two, three? Yeah. They're, nobody's talking about them because of Tiger again. So you think they're in a good spot? Great spot. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned Spieth. We haven't talked about him at all. He could win the career slam this week. Does seem like a good place it's set up. He has not I'm talked rethinking, to the press. I'm rethinking my house cat claim after reading jo- Joseph Levine. How many articles of ours are we going to plug in this podcast? Totally unintended. Oh. Go, go to prideneg.com. And, and, We're putting uh, up some shots, putting up some good shots in my opinion. But yeah, go ahead. Joseph Levine, renowned, renowned data expert, data boy. Um, he wrote about how Spieth's basically driving it better than he's ever driven it in his career. Not house cat behavior. That's not a house. That's not house cat behavior. Um. Okay, so it could be all lining up for him. That would be. Yeah, I think I mean, that's for the same reasons. I like. Uh, I like Cam Smith. You got to like speed. Best case scenarios, like best case scenario, Tiger wins. Second best, speed wins. Right. Third or Rory. You'd put Rory ahead of the career slam. I mean, he hasn't. Rory hasn't won in eight years. Yeah. yeah, he could use a win at a a real venue. Non non tour event win would really do wonders for Rory. Yeah, yeah. Like All I right. would even take a Euro tour win at this point. I don't know when the last one of those was. Just get this man a win that's not, you know, run, a tournament not run by Potavidra. All right. Anything else before we sign off? Anything on the course um, that you want to get? I guess. Out there? Yeah. I, I. We've written so I, much and I, talked so much. I don't want to. I'm really not feeling good about my Cam Smith pick now. Well, then switch it up here. I'm taking them. I'm sticking with okay. it. Okay. All right. One thing I will say: recommended read because it's PGA Week. Read uh, Shane Ryan's article on the life of club pros, um, just because. I don't know. We get a lot it's of a golf digest article golf digest. on golfdigest.com. Yep. Yeah. So we recommend other articles too. We try to be as, you know, we recommended off. KVV's article yeah, too. There we go. Uh, should we start? Should we do recommended read section right. every, every, uh, for an audio medium here, go stop what you're doing, go on the internet and read articles. <laughs> um, I thought it was very good. Cause this is a week where we got a lot of lip service about the PGA and the professionals. I would say, you know, we get, People who are paid a lot of money in golf and talking heads, idiots like us, talk about growing the game or talk about like what's wrong with the game or talk about the way things should be and how there should be more diversity or there should be more of this. There should be like, I don't know, club pros are the ones who actually execute this, make this happen, have their like actual finger to the, you know, ear to the ground on this and, and execute it at a grassroots level. Um, I don't know. I think I feel like they're as important as anyone to this game actually thriving. Uh, and that was sort of a distressing and disheartening read from Shane Ryan. So be nice to club pros, celebrate them. Don't be an asshole. Give them a work-life balance. It's a recommended read. Just sort of give you the background on the state of that that industry. So uh, anything else as we sign off here? That's about it. That's it. We're going to be back a lot this week. You're going to get us. You'll get us on after the first round, after the second round, after the third it, round. It goes and in order. After the fourth, it goes in order. We'll probably talk a little lot more about how the course is playing. Well, while we're doing a lot of ads in this pod, oh, we've God. got we've got some new merch up in the merch shop. We got some head covers. We got some. Uh, uh, I don't know what else. Those we are pretty. We got a few Derek those Derek are... uh, oil Derricks up. A few left. Yeah. Oil Derek Lamely. Oil Derek's break uh, up in the pro shop. The the head covers, you know, as someone, I'll fully admit, I didn't think head covers were yet another frontier of personal expression that we had to explore and, you know, make our own. You know, the the head cover you get with the club seems to work, but these look sweet. I, and I've putter got, covers. I've come around. Putter covers, putter boy covers, head covers drivers yeah some good stuff they actually do look really good i'm impressed so all right 
everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. Enjoy your, uh, you know, Friday juniors. We'll be back Thursday night with a recap from uh, round one. Really, really exciting uh, PGA. I don't know if about this Cam Smith pick. I know you are so flustered. You want to switch? You got one more second to switch. No, I'm sticking with him. We'll talk to you guys Thursday night after the first round.